Hallelujah. Good to be back online with everyone. Hallelujah. What a wonderful day. Let's choose to serve him who's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of the living God. Blessed be the name of the living God. Hallelujah. Worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. We exalt Thee, we exalt Thee, we exalt Thee, O Lord, we exalt Thee, we Exalt thee, we exalt thee, O Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for unveiling yourself to us. We're so grateful. This present time on the earth, you are still the great I am. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful, wonderful honor of serving you in this day and hour. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We receive from your benefits in the name of Jesus. Amen. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Today we'll open up our Bibles, first of all, to the book of Exodus. And the third chapter, here we can see the story behind the whole Egyptian deliverance and all of that is unveiled there. And uh, now God sends Moses to go and address Pharaoh and he's asking him, who shall I say has sent me? Verse 13 says, Moses said unto God in Exodus 3, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? 
Hallelujah. This is very personal, very real to him. He said, What shall I say is his name? Praise God. Verse 14, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear those two verses uh, in Exodus 3 as we start. Adakke Mosheu Devarige, Igo, Israel Makkala Badige Hogi, Nimma Pitrugala Devaru Nananu Nimma Badige Kaluisidan and Du Hiduaga Avaru Nanage, Athana Hesaru Enu Indu Kedidare Nanu Avarige Enu Hedabeku and the No. Aga Devaru Moshege, Iruvatane Agidene, Ayruvatanu Nananu Nimma Badige Kaluisidane Indu Israel Makkarige Hedabeku and the No. Hallelujah. So it's very uh Interesting that such a name is actually possible. I am that I am. And sometimes we tend to uh, deal with God as if he was just I was and uh, I will be. Hallelujah. And all that's great and wonderful because it should be taken in its perspective. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. But at the same time, he's the God of now the I am, the present tense God. And that was his uh, unveiling to the people back then through Moses, I am. I am right now. So sometimes we are too caught up with what's going to happen and what has already happened and all of his dealings with humanity and what is going to happen in the future. But then there's also today. And God is relevant to us today, and Jesus is relevant to us today. And we must do our utmost to bring him to today, to know that he uh, affected us and affects us right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wonderful Jesus. And so we must strive to make that real, strive to make that a possibility even right now, while we live on a daily basis and, of course, with expectation, with hope, with patience, we continue. But at the same time, we want a present tense reality, a God who is right now. I am. He unveiled himself as that I am. Hallelujah. Whatever your need is, he is the answer and the revelation of that solution, no matter what it is, even right now. Hallelujah. So we'll expect to uh, prayerfully consider the fact that he is, I am. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's go on further as it is Bible study to read some more scriptures. And in 1 Corinthians 13, we have the great unveiling of love there. And in the 13th verse it says, And now abideth faith, hope, Charity, King James says, these three, but the greatest of this or these is charity, also known as love. So there are these three, faith, hope, and love, and you cannot interchange them. Hope is not faith, faith is not hope, and faith is not love, and love is not faith, and love is not hope either. So each of them has to be a reality in its own uh, 
standing in its own terms and you cannot substitute them for each other even though they also depend on each other as a working team but each one is present reality uh, right now it has to be dealt with and it has to be uh, functional right now uh, and we must realize that you cannot substitute one for the other hallelujah so even though hope is vital to faith because it's the substance of things hoped for it's often relegated to the future and it's important and it is about your thoughts and imaginations your joyful expectation but you cannot substitute that for the love of God and so you have to also walk in a present tense reality of the love of God uh, which is basically sort of self-effacing removing yourself out of the equation and considering others considering uh, your neighbor considering others uh, even higher than yourself which is going to be injurious to sometimes our self-esteem and all of that but then faith also even though it is the substance of the invisible the guarantee that what you fondly waited for is finally yours one version may say it works by love so there is a tendency to uh, maybe substitute one for the other but they must all work right now in our minds they must be settled in our deep thoughts they must be checked and arranged for today hallelujah praise God what is your hope like today what is your expectation like right now like right now amen how is your uh, love factor working right now what are you believing right now all of those things have to be checked because he is the great I am he's the God of right now and uh, that does not change praise God let's hear 1st Corinthians 13 13 also in Canada ಹೀಗೆ ನಂಬಿಕೆ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷೆ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಈ ಮೂರೇ ನಿಲ್ಲುತ್ತವೆ ಆದರೆ ಇವುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ದೊಡ್ಡದು ಪ್ರೀತಿಯೇ ಆಮೇನ್ ಸೊ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದಿಸ್ ಥಾಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಅ ಲಾಟ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಕ್ಯಾಸ್ಟ್ ಡೌನ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥಾಟ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ಲೈನ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಪ್ಲ್ಯಾನ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಎ ಡೈಲಿ ಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ and um, sometimes we just dwell on the past sometimes we are dwelling in the future and all of that has its place but then we also have to deal with thoughts so that they are relevant to right now now all having been said and done we must be able to deal with today hallelujah for instance in second corinthians 10 in the fourth verse he says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds and sometimes because people are very concerned about externals uh, it gets physical and they are constantly shouting and screaming and making a lot of noise because they are dealing with strongholds somewhere out there but god has his own way of making things clear in the next verse he says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god 
bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you can see there that weapons are required for this warfare in the realm of thoughts, in the realm of imaginations, in the realm of what we are thinking uh, right now. Praise God. It's going to be uh, nothing less than a battle if you begin to see how important it is to God that there is the necessity of weapons. Why would you be given weapons if, uh, you know, it was just a cakewalk, if it was just walking in the park? You don't really need weapons unless there's a mad dog out there waiting for you. Praise God. But, you know, weapons basically are given because you need to fight and you need to engage in warfare. So the warfare here is inside really about the thoughts, imaginations, knowledge, uh, revelation, and you begin to deal with bringing every other thought captive to the obedience of the Christ, the Anointed One. Hallelujah. Praise God. So here we go. There's a lot of the war on the inside, and that is what's going to show up on the outside. Hallelujah. And we are not religious people. We are not uh, just trying to look so, in quote, uniform and confined to a certain code just from the outside, but we are dealing from the inside. The spirit man is born again. He has the very life and nature of God on the inside of him. He is the offspring of God, born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God that lives and abides forever. One version says the divine sperm gave birth to us. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Can you enter again into your mother's womb? Nicodemus asked Jesus. But there we understand today that it was a spiritual birth and it involved the eternal word of God being accepted in our hearts, in our deep thoughts, and then out of that faith uh, and trust in the Word of God and what the Gospel said, we confessed certain things, we made a declaration, and therefore we are born again, not of this world, but from above. Hallelujah. And so we are engaging with a world that is contrary to us, that often sees religious things as something in the past, ancient history, nice stories and legends, and something to look forward to in the future. But the Lord we are talking about is a relevant today person, a person that has to be accessed and brought into our daily affairs of life. And he's saying here that the main war or engagement that we have to do is in the thought realm in the bringing of every other thought and imagination to obedience to God's word and through the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Let's hear Second Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 also in Canada. Nau Payogisuva Yudha Yudha Galu Sharira Sambanda Vada Ayudha Galala Avu Devara Mulaka Balawagidu Balawada Kote Galanu Kedavihaku Vantavagive. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the first verse we mentioned uh, 
God said to him, Tell them that I am has sent me unto you. This is a messenger bringing a message, hallelujah, from a far place, from the heavenly realms, from God himself. Notice that he does not originate around here. He's always someone that has to be sent with the message from him. Praise God. And that has not changed. We need to factor that again and again. That is the reality of the fact that our God is not from this world realm. But then he becomes a reality in our life now in the world realm. Romans 10:15 says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So there is a sending and there is the messenger that God sends and their feet have to be on the earth and they have a message of good tidings, glad tidings, such as that the world has never heard before in fact, speaking to the Jewish people back then, he said that it was so good they would not believe it, even though it was declared unto them. It is one of those things that is so good, it sounds more like pie in the sky or something beyond the imagination, beyond the world realm. And it is true, it is definitely beyond. But there is a tendency to also join the rest of the folk and just put it out there and not realize that it is for today to meet today's uh, challenges and needs in a fallen world. Hallelujah. Verse 16 says, But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Hallelujah. So it's a message that has to be obeyed and uh, submitted to and a report that has to be received and then acted on. Hallelujah. It has to be from another realm altogether and it causes people to receive it and act upon it. Although it involves a messenger all the time. Hallelujah. Let's hear Romans 10, 15 and 16. Hallelujah. And it involves repetition. Verse 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So one will have to keep hearing and welcoming that message afresh over and over and over again. And that causes the manifestation in the present realm to come to pass because faith is always now and today is the day of salvation. Now is the time, the acceptable time. So we have to make all of that relevant to today our personal lives and our situations and the world and its conditions. And that's going to involve warfare and that warfare is about dealing with thoughts and bringing them to captivity and obedience to the word of God. So there's a whole lot of obedience there. There's a whole lot of hearing over and over, a lot of work going on between the two ears so that God becomes relevant to now. 
God has not changed. He is still the same. And therefore, the one who came to Moses is presently dealing with us today. And we must make him relevant to our life now and to our world now. Hallelujah. That's going to involve some warfare, some taking captivity of all kinds of thoughts and bringing them to submission to the Spirit and the Word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I I believe that we have to see it clearly and act upon it right now. Notice verse 16 and 17 also in Canada. Adare Avarillaru Suvartege Videya Ragalilla, Adadarinda Yeshayanu, Kartane, Namma Vartyanu Yaru Nambidaru Anuttane. Keduvadarinda Nambike Untaguttade, Devara Vakyavanu Keduvadarindale. Glory to God. You can see that there's prophecy from Isaiah that he's acting upon and bringing it forth and making it relevant to us today that the gospel has to be believed and obeyed. It has to be brought to our knowledge and we must submit to it from our thoughts and then yield in the natural by our bodies and everything else. Hallelujah. That's going to involve warfare and God called it nothing less. He called it warfare. And so thank God for screaming at devils and shouting loud in prayer All of that is wonderful, but really what's going on in between the ears, uh, this space here is what's going to be more important. Hallelujah. And so we must continue to think about presenting God to ourselves as though he's real to us today and also in our life to others. Hallelujah. Because we are an open book known and read of all men, not written with uh, pink, I mean ink, pen and ink, or pink, (laughs) pen and ink, but by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So we must be conscious of the fact that you are being read, there's a message you are transmitting, Uh, people are reading that, and that has a lot to do with your obedience and being a doer of the Word of God, rather than just a hearer. So there's a whole lot of work there, honestly. Thank God for one day, that's more than enough uh, work for one day. Hallelujah. We are trying to make sure that we make him real to us today uh, and to the world around us. Praise God. So you can see there's a lot of sacrifice there. There's a lot of uh, laying down of our lives so that he can have his way in our thinking and then in our actions. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's go off to the book of James. We had read that briefly last week. James, the third chapter, that's speaking of the kind of conduct that would happen after you have been uh, indoctrinated, in quote, or after your mind has been renewed by the word of God and you understand there is a wisdom from above and there is a wisdom from this world. There's definitely two kinds of ways of approaching every situation. And we have to decide which way to go. Verse 13 says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation or lifestyle his works with meekness of wisdom. So there is a wisdom which is meek. It's not weak. 
Not at all, but it is under control, under authority. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish, or devilish. So there you go, what kind of mind and wisdom does the devil operate by? Well, he says that it's very clear, it is a bitter, envious kind of wisdom. It uses words and it continues to go against the truth that is unveiled in the word of God. The wisdom of God, which is contrary to it, notice. But it is a form of wisdom and the world has practiced it. And therefore, there is always a challenge in the news and the media. Some word or the other is going on, which may be totally against God's word. But eventually, it causes division and it causes competition. And it causes some people to be lifted up and others to be treated unjustly. All that is there. And people just say, well, that's the way it is. That's just the way the world is. But we have another system, and we need to be used to that, which is from above. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it is very, very powerful, and it's the same wisdom by which God created everything. And he gave us that same wisdom. It does look weak. It does look like a cop-out. It does look like a flop, but it is not. Hallelujah. God does not come and scream and shout out here. Have you noticed? He seems to be non-existent even. But you and I know he's there. And he's waiting for the opportunity and the right time for someone to believe him. Hallelujah. When one believes him, he becomes real and he shows up. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he's waiting in that wisdom of his on a timeline. And today is our day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 15, this wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. So there is a devilish wisdom, there is a worldly wisdom, there is an earthly, sensual wisdom. It has to do with the senses, with the feelings, with the emotions. So all of those things are going to be very key to this devilish wisdom. What are your senses telling you? What are your feelings telling you? So you can see that we have to learn to not listen to our feelings, not listen to what this earthly vessel may be saying. Hallelujah. Verse 16 continues. James had a clear revelation of it. He said, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Now you can see how potent, how dangerous it is that where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work evil work. You can see the ultimate plan is for every evil work to be uh, spread. That is the plan of the enemy, but it has to come through his wisdom. It has to come through his way of doing things, which is stirred up by the senses, by the feelings, and by words that are spoken into situations that are contrary to the life and wisdom of God. Hallelujah. And um, praise God, you and I have the ability to choose. We are not robots. We have this choice that we can make. Shall I go with earthly wisdom or heavenly wisdom? Shall I make God real now? Or shall I just wait for the future? 
or should I just think about the past? We have to decide whether I'm going to act upon the reality of God's word now and choose his wisdom right now. Verse 17 continues, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. So notice that pure has to do with uh, an examination of what is most valuable and virtuous through God's eyes. That's not just something that you can see out there. You have to decide. So you cannot say it's just based on the length of your dress and uh, the dropping of your clothes or whatever like that. Each one has to decide. Because for some people, certain type of clothing may be holy and right. For others, it may be impure. Hallelujah. Praise God. So each one has to decide the choice at that moment and why they chose like that. That's up to the individual. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, that's why we don't say much about it. The individual has to decide the motivation for these things, why they chose to do that. It has to be, first of all, pure. Hallelujah. And to the pure, all things are pure. Hallelujah. Titus tells us that. And so you may be acting in purity, but then you have to consider someone else, uh, you know, that they may be uh, offended or they may not take it the way uh, you took it. <laughs> Very interesting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There's a lot out there and sometimes we don't um, teach much about these things because um, we don't want to be religious. But honestly, it has to be, first of all, pure. Praise God. Let's read a couple of verses from 13 to 17 in Canada. Nimali Jnani U Buddhivantanu Yaru, Antavanu Yogyavagi Nadedukundu Jnanada Satvika Pradalitana Kriagadanu Torisali. Adare Kahiada Hagetana Matu Jagadanima Rudaya Garalage Iruvali Nivu Satyake Virodavagi Suladi Hogarikola Bediri. Adu Melan in the Banda Jnana Valla, Adu Gusambanda Vadadu, Prakruta Bhava Vadadu, Devagarige Sambanda Patadu. Amen. So as we were saying, Titus said in Titus 1.15, Unto the pure... All things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Very interesting. So pure and purity are all relative according to this verse. For instance, if you're in Europe right now, it's the summertime and people may be walking around only in uh, maybe a pair of shorts, maybe topless and so on, and to them that is pure. And uh, if you lived there, uh, that would probably be pure. But for us who uh, are coming from this part of the world, where uh, maybe you have to cover your head, maybe you have to uh, cover your whole body for religious reasons or whatever reasons, uh, claiming that this is you know, a culture, if you go out there, you are definitely going to be shocked. 
and it's going to cause embarrassment and your eyes may pop and all of that stuff and um, you know praise God so it's relative but what does God see God sees insight God sees the thoughts that each one had God sees the plans that they had whether they were acting on the word of God were they casting down certain thoughts and uh, were they engaged in warfare according to the report of God were they choosing God's wisdom which is first of all pure hallelujah so maybe if you visit such a country you may have to also try to be topless and you know because you're part of the system and you don't want to stick out well that's where the problem comes we can be part in quote of the system as though we are of this world but we are not of this world and we will be weird and we may be the guy who's not topless we may be the guy who's still uh, having certain manner and a holy, pure attitude about himself, still in the midst of it all, at the risk of being weird and strange. Hallelujah. But God is more concerned about what were the inner thoughts and working. So you can see there's a lot of stuff involved. You see, it is definitely war. And um, praise the Lord for all of that. Let's hear Titus 1.15 also in Canada. ಶುದ್ಧರಿಗೆ ಎಲ್ಲವೂ ಶುದ್ಧವೇ ಆದರೆ ಮಲಿನವಾದವರಿಗೂ ನಂಬಿಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲದವರಿಗೂ ಯಾವುದೂ ಶುದ್ಧವಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ಅವರ ಬುದ್ಧಿಯೂ ಮನಸ್ಸಾಕ್ಷಿಯೂ ಕೂಡ ಮಲಿನವಾಗಿವೆ Sometimes it's the little things that cause all the trouble. You may be doing all good and everything uh, in the larger aspect seem to be okay, but the little foxes, they're the ones that cause the trouble. So there has to be detailed examination and um, detailed thought, uh, consideration and warfare, handling little, little things. Praise God. And so you can see we have a whole lot of stuff to deal with. Let's hear also Song of Solomon 2.15 in Kannada. Narigalannu drakshay gidagalannu kedisuva chikka narigalannu namagagi hidiri. Namma drakshay gidagalalli elegai galagive. Glory to God. If you remember when Jesus would address the churches there, the seven churches in the book of Revelation between chapter 1 and 3, he would often say, you are good in this and I've seen that and the other but I have this problem against you I have this little concern about you and you know there is one thing you need and so on so he is definitely into details and um, examination is part of his work and we are his sheep and he's checking the sheep he's constantly looking at us and he always has a report so you can see there that there is nothing wrong with over-examination. In our minds we may think we are examining too deeply, but there's nothing wrong with it because you have no confidence in the flesh and the worldly wisdom that's out there. In fact, you are more concerned about others than yourself. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this wisdom that is from above is definitely very precious, very powerful. 
And today we want to continue thinking about it because the book of Proverbs tells us in chapter 3 of Proverbs, as you remember, that if you act upon that wisdom, you have three results uh, concurring, coming together in your life. And those three are length of days in the right hand and in the left hand, riches and honor. Proverbs 3.16 says, So we need to be able to have all three to live long, to be able to prosper, and to also be honored, which is very powerful. So all of these working together has to be uh, today, right now, a reality in our life. Hallelujah. So wisdom is about right now, your choices right now, how you think, how you act right now. And he says she's more precious than rubies, and all the things that you can desire are not to be compared unto her. Hallelujah. So we are striving towards receiving this good report that wisdom will give us. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's hear um, Proverbs 3, 15 and 16 also in Canada, Please. Adu Manikya Garigintalu Bahu Amulya Vulla Dagidu Nina Ishta Vastugadalavu Adake Samavagu Vadilla Akea Balagayali Dirgayushavu Yedagayali Aishwaryavu Ganateu Ive Hallelujah. So you could say, is there anyone like that actually presently in this world that's actually walking like this in this wisdom? And you may be looking around for someone like that because that is how it is in the beginning of your Christian walk. You are trying to find an example because you are living in that realm of comparison with someone else who is living. But as you mature, you learn that your comparison is with the Word of God that doesn't seem to be visible. Hallelujah. As you mature, you're taking your eyes out uh, from out there and looking at the external and others and beginning to look inside and considering Jesus. Hallelujah. You consider Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the kind of wisdom that one grows in. And even if everybody else cannot see it, we are implored to see it. Hallelujah. And that's not very easy. Praise God. Looking into Romans, the fourth chapter, we observe there, our father Abraham, who is known as the father of the faithful, uh, to his seed were the promises made, the Bible says. Thank you, Jesus. In Romans 4 and 17, he says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, which quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. You can see faith there calling things which be not as though they were. Verse 18, Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. 19 continues, Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Hallelujah. Praise God. Interesting line of scripture there, which is definitely uh, for us, written to us today. 
which must be considered. Uh, amen. Verse 19 says, He considered not his own body now dead. When he was truly about 100 years old, he was not lying about it. He was 100 years old. And his wife, Sarah, her womb was dead. And he had to stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, he had to consider the promise. He had to consider God and not consider, you know, whatever challenge they had in the natural. Praise God. And so you can see faith is about those kind of things where you are calling certain things a certain way. You are thinking in a certain way. Others may look at you like strange and you are not staggering, you are not wavering, you are considering Jesus, you are considering the promise of God, you are looking at the message that has been given to you in his word again and again and again. And uh, you are persuaded that what God promised, God is able also to do. Hallelujah. You are persuaded. There are different levels of persuasion that uh, finally you have to uh, decide for yourself. Are you so persuaded to move you to act in this way? Are you this persuaded to do that? It's a level of persuasion that comes to each one that studies and hears these things. Uh, some persuasion may take you thus far. Some persuasion will take you even further. Some per persuasion may take you all the way. So there are relative uh, actions also uh, based on our faith. As we read the word, we make uh, relative choices. Hallelujah. So we do not look like we only wear one uniform and we look just one way and we, uh, you know, we seem to be all the same. We are individuals, but we are all persuaded differently also about each of these things and God is the final judge. Hallelujah. But in that battle of being persuaded, we have to deal with little things also. Praise God. Sometimes the little things are what spoil the vine. And the little, little things uh, can be there. And that's where wisdom comes. And wisdom decides to act in a certain way in spite of everything. Hallelujah. Praise God. I've seen, I seem to be breaking out into so many thoughts. But let's see if we can gather a thing or two. Let's hear... Romans 4:19 Avanu hechu kadime nuru varushadavanagiddu tanna dehavu agale mrutaprayavaitendu saranige garbakala kaledu hoitendu yochisidano adagiyu avanu apanambikeyinda chanchalanagalilla Notice 21 also So there is a persuasion and a full persuasion and various levels of persuasion. So you may be persuaded in one way, I may be persuaded in another way, but the final standard is the word of God and we have to decide uh, in the context of things and eventually we'll stand before the king. And we need to be able to live long and see good days. We need to see the honor of God come to pass in our lives. So you can see there's a whole lot to, to do um, between thinking and speaking and acting. There's a whole lot of work. So naturally, as James 1 says, you will be very quick to hear and uh, <laughs> very slow to rot and uh, 
quick to believe God, quick to repent, all of these things uh, will become quick and certain things will become slow. You will be slow in certain things uh, to a place where you seem like such a drag, such a weird person, you're so slow about it. Praise God. And it's so self-effacing. But let's go to Philippians, the second chapter now, as we proceed. Does this have any relevance to us today? Well, here we go. Philippians 2, 2, it says, Fulfill ye my joy, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Definitely, we have to have a same way of thinking. We have to start agreeing on all of these things, even being of one accord, similarly acting uh, in one way, one fashion. All of us are brought to unity in the thinking. We may not look all unity on the outside uh, in our varieties of dressings and all of that, but there should be something uh, that comes from within the thinking realm where you have decided it's first of all pure. Amen. All of us must agree on that. Is this a pure thing? Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 3 continues. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Here comes a very interesting thought. We have to now think about others more than just ourselves. Amen. It can be strife-based, which is to vain glory or for your own puffing up, vanity, to be some kind of hero or you're thinking of being a blessing to others, which is the target of God. Hallelujah. So that when you are remembered, the memory of the just is blessed. Hallelujah. Uh, that fragrance that you leave around you uh, and after taste will be winsome, pleasant, will be a blessing. So there is a, a reality here that nothing should be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Hallelujah. So strife must be out. There must be no space for that. That must be uniformly understood. Praise God that um, we will not do things out of competitive thoughts and then words which eventually divide, praise God, but we will do them because we are considering ourselves low in comparison to others. Isn't that interesting? Lowliness of mind, esteeming the other better than themselves. Whoa, are we supposed to do that? Well, that's what it is. It's definitely warfare. It's going against the flow here. Let not every man... Look, I'm sorry, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Does this involve every man? Yes, it's a uniform for all of us. So on the inside, there are certain uniform things. On the outside, may look, look different, but um, these are the pure, precious things that we are acting on from within. Every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Can you imagine that God is giving us the very thoughts of Christ, the very thinking pattern of Christ? 
that you and I are in such a blessed union with God and with Jesus that we have his own thoughts available to us. But notice, uh, it's not uh, automatic. It has to be allowed. Let this mind be in you. It's not just that you're saved and so you just automatically have this mind. No, you have to actually let the mind that Christ operated in be yours. Isn't that interesting? Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ. It's available. Christ Jesus is available for all of us. All of these realities that this Bible is talking about are available to the new covenant person. They are very high realities and each one has to decide uh, whether they are going to let that mind, let that word be true, let that be their persuasion more than anything else. Hallelujah. That individual choice is uh, each person's own prerogative. Hallelujah. Sorry for all the big words. I really don't want to use big words. The Bible must be available to the common man and even to the child. Hallelujah. But what that means is everybody has a choice to decide whether this word is for them and then give all attention to every detail to make sure that they enjoy the very mind that Christ used, his own thoughts. Hallelujah. It is available for us. We can use it. Praise God. Verse 6 continues, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So you and I have this place in God as though we are, you know, the same class, which is true. The same category, the same life, the same wisdom, the same love, all of these things are there. We are actually carrying the divine nature on the inside of us. Hallelujah. And, um, and we have to wrestle with that. Sometimes... Uh, our brethren do not appreciate that when you say that you are like God and you know you are in his class of being and you know you commune with him that you pray in the spirit and you see him face to face etc etc all of those things become uh, places of um, strife and uh, uh, people can fight with us and fight with you because of these kind of thoughts where you begin to say that you have certain level of equality with God that God is now your father. But that was God's idea. It was God's plan from the very beginning. It's just that, you know, the fatherhood changed. As in Adam all die, so in Christ shall all be made alive. Hallelujah. But then the choice was given to us. Each one had to make a choice. But verse 7 continues, Made himself of no reputation. Made himself of no reputation. Notice here that in the mind of God, there has to be a place where you say, forget about my reputation. Hallelujah. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So you can see that Jesus himself had to fight with thoughts that were not going to be in line. He had to struggle and deal with such thoughts to become a servant and make himself of no reputation. You think it just came like that for him? No. He had the same opportunity, tempted, tested in all points like we are, yet without sin, proving that he was tempted, tested in every area with such thoughts. And that's where the main warfare was. 
And he had to now decide, I'm going to go with the wisdom of God, which is, first of all, pure, peaceable, gentle, very meek wisdom, easy to live with, without partiality, without hypocrisy, that is full of mercy and good fruit. He had to, to choose from all of those options that it was going to be about us uh, rather than just himself. Hallelujah. Made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Hallelujah. <laughs> he was God actually in the flesh. 100%. Now he has to take upon him the form of a servant being made in the likeness of men. Praise God. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He had to go to the very last extent of obedience and uh, separating himself from his father in an eternal manner to the point where he would cry out, Why have you forsaken me? It was real, it was painful, it was not a, a mirage or just a strange feeling, but it was real. And he bore it, and he felt it, and he obeyed it. Hallelujah. Praise God. But then look what happened. Just like the benefits of acting on the wisdom of God. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. There's always the honor of God after that, isn't it? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Notice that he's working. This is not legalism. God is working with us. God is helping us with the spirit and the word to comply, to do his good pleasure, but then he reminds us, verse 14, do all things without murmurings and disputings. That you may be, notice, harmless, blameless, sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is our uh, statement. This is our condition right now. We are here in this world to shine, to present God right now as I am. Real, now, present tense. Hallelujah. But we have to choose whether we want to go with this form of thinking, whether we want to act upon this, whether we want to consider others or just ourselves. And God is patient and he gives us a whole lifetime to think about it and choose and decide and then finally meet him at the bar where he hands out uh, honors to each of us. Hallelujah. So this is relative. Again, we have to decide if we want this, uh, we choose this way, or we can choose any other way, any other form. Hallelujah. But um, 
we have access to the very mind of the Christ. And we are told that we should choose to act upon that very way of thinking. And we should do this without strife or vain glory in lowliness of mind. Because, bottom line, why did you do it? You decided to esteem others above yourself. Very interesting thought. God will help us. Let's see what we can choose um, between the... We can read 3, 4, and 5, first of all, in Canada. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can also hear seven and uh, all the way to nine also in Canada. Praise the Lord. So you can see there's all of these options and each one must do it from a conviction based on the wisdom of God and God allows us to choose choose what you whether you will serve God or whether you will serve Baal etc all of these things are our choice and therefore we are given a day to reckon and notice here in Isaiah 50 and verse 4 the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary he wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. Hallelujah. This is referring to Jesus. You say, how do you know? Well, look at verse 6. I gave my back to the smiters, my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Hallelujah. You can see that's talking about him. Verse 5 continues, The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. Then I gave my back to smiters. In other words, Jesus had to do work, even though he was equal to God, he had to do work and train his thoughts according to the word of God, open up himself to God to hear instruction so that he could speak correctly what had to be spoken. He relied on, on God and he gave himself to this that he would sometimes have to stay uh, in prayer all night long. Hallelujah. Sometimes he would wake up early in the morning just uh, communing with God from very early because he had to depend on God just like you and I need to. Hallelujah. And therefore if he had to go through all of that you and I will definitely have to do it. Amen. For his kind of results if we want that. If we want to do that. And all of that was for what? To give his back to smiters. His cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. Amen. To give his face to others to spit on. Praise God. 
So there is this area of sacrifice that we are called to endure. We don't have to necessarily go through everything he went through. Nobody may pull out your beard. Nobody may spit at your, on your face. Uh, nobody may smite you, your back, and all of that. But you have your own small cup to deal with also, where you may be treated like trash. You may be looked upon as insignificant, uh, not anything special. Even though you may be a minister, you may be uh, called of God, you may be sent by the I am. All of that is possible that you be looked at and discredited and you just have to bear it because you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about him and the benefit of others. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a lot to think about there. Let's read Isaiah 5, 0, verse 4 to 6. Badali Hodavananu Hege Martin in the Adari Suvi Embadanu Nanu Tiriwa Hage Kartanada Devaru Shikshitan Aligay and Nunanage Kotidane Atanu Hotare in the Hotaregan and Nanu Echerisi Sushikshitarante Nanu Kiruwa Hagen and Nakivi and no Atanu Jagaruka Gurisutane Kartanada Devaru Nana Kivi and Nuteredidane Nanu Eduru Bidalilla Illawe Vimukanagalu Illa Nanu Hodeva Varige, Benanu Matu Kudalu Kiruva Varige, Nana Kenne and Nukotenu, Nana Mukavanu Nindegu, Ugulu Vikegu, Mare Madalilla. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Back in Philippians 2, notice verse 3 again Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Nothing. So if you do anything out of, you know, a competitive, strife filled kind of vainglory uh, that may not record much. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so this whole thing that the world has got this, so I must get this, and the world thinks this is cool, so I, I must think that way, it may take a bit of a battering, and it may take a back seat if we want to proceed with the mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. We may begin to consider certain things and choose certain things as uh, more honorable, more preferable than others. Hallelujah. Of course, even the message itself may not be received and may not have much following, but that's how the Bible is. It's the most popular book on the planet, but if someone were to ask you, is it the most read? That's a different question. <laughs> it may be there for various other reasons, but as far as the reading of it goes, that is individual and we are changed and transformed by that looking on the uh, words in there and becoming the image to which we are conformed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says of Philippians 2, Made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So someone may read this and say, No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I cannot just go and be a servant. All of this to be a servant? That's very odd. Everything was just to go and be a servant? Hallelujah. Humbling yourself even unto death? That's weak. All of that is weak. That is all weakness. That's losing strength. But you have to consider these things. And consider the value of the word of God above earthly things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice in uh, 1 Corinthians 2.16 also similar thoughts First 
For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Let's hear that also in Canada. 1 Corinthians 2.16 Amen. So here you have, it's not just a random thing. This is part of scripture that you have the ability to choose and think like the Christ. You can actually enjoy the wisdom of God, the way he did it, the way he thought, and see God present right now. Hallelujah. Becoming relevant today. But it's mainly going to be because we dealt with certain thoughts that day and acted in a certain way that day. And we yielded to God that day. And we became obedient to God that day. So uh, yesterday you may have done great things and tomorrow you may uh, be in heaven. But right now, today is what it's all about. Today am I yielded. Today have I decided to pay attention to the details of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's turn to Galatians, or before that, let's go to John. John, uh, the 14th chapter. You know, this can be a bit of a spanner in the works sometimes. Notice John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Praise God. It looks like a bit of a condition there. If you love me, keep my commandments. Sometimes people prefer unconditional Yes, it is true, God loves us unconditionally, but our response is conditional. We decide, uh, do we love him that much? And if we love him, we must keep his way. Hold fast to it, guard it, uh, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Praise God. And all things work together for good for those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. Amen. So there is a place where we respond in our love and as we pray in the Holy Ghost, with that mentality and that love, everything can still work out together for good. Hallelujah. This aspect of I decided to love God because of that, as I pray in the Spirit, as I press into prayer, expecting God to do something about it, He will still be able to turn it around for good. Hallelujah. Let's hear John fourteen fifteen also in Canada. Amen. So there is a, a lot to think about, and uh, you can see the main warfare <laughs> pretty much clearly is in the mind. Praise God. Dealing with these thoughts, seeing through these thoughts. So such a person may become a little bit quiet. You know, may, it may take a lot of effort for him to speak even. And he may be a bit of a weird person. But then, what's it all about, right? Praise God. Galatians, the fifth chapter. Ver, uh, sixth chapter, is it? Yeah, fifth chapter. And verse 15. But if you continue to criticize and come against each other over minor issues... You are acting like wild beasts trying to destroy one another. That was <laughs> the TPT version of Galatians 5.15. Continue to criticize and come against each other over minor issues. It's the small things. You are acting like wild beasts trying to destroy one 
another. I think King James says, if you bite and devour one another. Hallelujah. So here we are, you know, trying to make sure that we are not too critical and our attitude should not be just to criticize. And so you may not say these kind of things often also because it may be seen that way. Oh, that church, ah, all you hear is criticism. So we kind of have these messages on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Do you, uh, Wednesday is the day to have something a little further uh, than the normal. Hallelujah. Further than uh, what everybody may like. And that is, you know, a choice. You can decide what you want to eat. There are a lot of frothy things to eat like Pepsi-Cola and uh, chips. All of that is there. But then there's also the harder stuff such as uh, the steaks and the vegetables and, you know, okra and all of that. And so each person has to decide what kind of diet they want. But it shouldn't be that I didn't find that diet in that church. So that diet is available also on the menu. If you are interested in certain kind of diet, come on Sunday. If you are interested in another kind of diet, come on Wednesday. Hallelujah. And uh, since they have told us to start wearing masks again, we may be just online in certain departments again. Hallelujah. But this is what the world is going to bring against us again and again. And under that kind of atmosphere, you can become critical. And you can start slowly biting at each other. Consider this. The church is not necessarily going to be in some bar somewhere drinking mojitos and you know, vodka martinis with the pickle or whatever. We may not be there anymore. We may not be in some corner smoking a joint. We may be more in church. So where are our bitings and fightings going to happen? In church, with little, little matters. We're going to get on people's cases about wearing this and not wearing that. And did you see what they wore today? And did you hear what they said today? And did you see that attitude today? And I don't know why they're like this. And all of that kind of stuff. And then next thing you know, you just devour the other person like a beast. Do you know that this is possible in the Christian world? That we can actually become like beasts? It is absolutely possible. Because the one who created us knows our present condition. And so he says, if you don't pay attention to these details, you will slough down, you will go downhill to a place where you start actually acting like animals, just wild beasts, out to destroy one another. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But if you love him, we will obey and keep his way. Hallelujah. We will pull ourselves out of that dive and say, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. I went according to my senses, according to my feelings, according to my competition, my strivings, my own fleshly desires, forgive me. And instantly, in the name of Jesus, you are forgiven. It's forgotten as though it never existed before. Oh, glory to God. And you can plod on and go forward into the plan and purpose of God to shine in this world as lights. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's hear, did we hear Galatians 5? Let's hear 5.15 also in Canada. Amen. There's a whole lot in there. But let's continue if we can 
go a little further. We have a couple of minutes. Matthew, and uh, somewhere down in 23, observe this lineup. Matthew 23, verse 1. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples. So there's always a chance that the disciples may be there, the multitudes may be there. Sometimes he would speak specifically to the disciples. Saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So there must be a kind of seat there uh, where the scribes and Pharisees sat down. A very high place. Moses was their main hero back then. They sit in Moses' seat. All therefore, whatsoever they bid you, observe that. Observe and do. But do not ye after their works. For they say and do not. This is Jesus coming against the system there, but in a very delicate way, separating things. He's saying, they're sitting in Moses' seat. It's a big authority there. But don't do what you see them do. Do what they're saying from the word. Hallelujah. They will be speaking from Moses most likely. But don't look at the outward actions, the length of their clothing and all of their, you know, pomp and pageantry and honor that they seem to demand from everybody. Don't look at the devouring of widows' houses and the hardness of heart and all of those attitudes they have, but listen to the word that's coming out. So you can today also, you know, you may not like the way the preacher is. You may not like his attitude. You may not like his hairstyle. You may not like the version of Bible he reads. You may not like the general thing about him. It's just a little fox that you cannot stand. It's just a little thing, but that kind of bugs you. That cockiness or something. But you don't have to bother. You can just listen to the word. If the word is not on the level, if it's not Bible, if it's not New Covenant, if it's not confirmed in the scripture uh, as good doctrine that directly affects your salvation, you don't have to accept it. Praise the Lord. You can just smile, ha, 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 and let it go. Amen. But that is wisdom, you see. So, but to move from church to church just because you don't like the little things is a big problem. Ha, ha, ha. See, this is Jesus talking. He said, don't look at what the guy is doing and be moved, but look at what is coming out of his mouth. Forget about the doing part. You're not going to find a perfect one. See? So we are trying to be as close to the word as possible. But the only perfect one is Jesus and he was betrayed by someone close to him at the same table who dipped his bread in Jesus' curry and ate it. So he's somebody who's so close to you, you can eat from the same pattern. Sometimes people say if we eat together, everything will be alright. Not necessarily. The heart is where the problem is. The deep thoughts are where the problems are. You can be eating with people, laughing with them, but they are thinking differently. So he said, let us all have this mind. Let's all think like this. That's why he's talking to the church. Sometimes you wonder, are you talking to the church, believers, or what? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, my, my, my. What, 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 what? And um, there's plenty there, but let's just read verse 1 to 3. Matthew 23, verse 1 to 3. 
ತರುವಾಯ ಯೇಸು ಜನಸಮೂಹಕ್ಕೂ ಶಿಷ್ಯರಿಗೂ ಹೇಳಿದ್ದೇನೆಂದರೆ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿಗಳು ಫರಿಸಾಯರು ಮೋಶೆಯ ಸ್ಥಾನದಲ್ಲಿ ಕೂತಿ ಅದ್ದಾರೆ ಆದದರಿಂದ ಅವರು ನಿಮಗೆ ಹೇಳುವವುಗಳನ್ನೆಲ್ಲ ಕೈಕೊಂಡು ನಡೆಯಿರಿ ಅವರ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಗಳ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನೀವು ಮಾಡಬೇಡಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಅವರು ಹೇಳುತ್ತಾರೆ ಮಾಡುವುದಿಲ್ಲ This is also saying that Jesus did not have that place in the synagogue. He was not given a special seat. The guy who is pakka 100% is not allowed to sit on those places. Even in so-called religion, you may not be recognized. In fact, you may be uh, you know, demonized. You may even be regarded as contrary, a cult or whatever. You know, and even crucified. but uh, you're the real deal and only god knows that right who you really are so you have to factor all of that and see it properly and then choose in spite of everything to say i love god i'm going to do it god's way hallelujah you may not get any recognition you may not get any trumpets you may not get any pasta 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 it may be closer to some other word that you don't want to hear but it's okay God is the one who sent you. God is the one who said go present I am. Hallelujah. Amen. So you may have to uh, just walk in this wisdom constantly and humble yourself constantly just like Jesus when he found himself in that fashion as a servant, he had to struggle with these things, humble himself. He didn't want to die on that cross and go to hell. He had to face it. He had to deal with it. He had to pray about it. He had to make a decision about it. That was warfare. And when he won, he won for all of us. It's always going to be better for someone. I'm telling you, it may not look good for you at that moment, but I'm telling you the fragrance, the savor, the aroma that comes after out of your life that was offered as a sacrifice to God's word, to the spirit and to the Lord Jesus will eventually produce such a harvest and blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Thank you Jesus. So here you go, uh thoughts like this are there. Let's go to another one, the book of Mark, and um, or rather Luke. Let's go to Luke, Luke chapter fourteen. Praise God. Verse nine, he says, "And he that bade thee and him come and say to thee, Give this man place, <laughs> and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room." that when he that bade thee cometh he may say unto you friend go up higher then shall thou have worship in the presence of them that sat at meat with thee for whosoever exalted himself shall be abased he that humbleth himself shall be exalted hallelujah jesus said you know sometimes you may feel like blowing your own horn because if you don't blow it who else will blow it right so you want your own little tuba with you but he said no i don't want you to be put to shame see jesus cares about us he doesn't like us to be embarrassed he said when you're invited uh, to some place with all of these chairs man we saw some of those cherry things it was not easy and uh, you know cordoned off and labeled 
Don't go and sit on those chairs because somebody higher than you may come and say, please, this is not for you. Can you just move? You go and sit down there. Hallelujah. So he said, yes, you're a great person. You are made in the image of God. And who is he that he can come and feel so pompous? Am I not a child of God also? Yes, it's true. But he said, in order that you are not put to shame or dishonored, go and choose a lower seat. Hallelujah. Don't worry about pumping yourself up. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. This is the humble wisdom of God. And then, you know, if they come and call you up and say, sit up here, it's different. Amen. So they were into that uh, time of competition and strife among his disciples. He spoke that, you know, one of the mothers said, I just want one thing, you know, my sons must sit at your right and left hand. You know, the mothers have all of these things. Parents have all of these uh, desires for us also. You should not do this. You must do that. You need the honor. You must be very high. What is this? You cannot just be a servant and, and nothing and a nobody. No. And they haven't changed. That's just them. That's just natural. Amen. So into that atmosphere, he was speaking the wisdom of God. That he himself came as a servant. So why should we struggle about these chairs? Phew, it was tough. We've seen some of those chair battles. Man, that was just fine. You know, you were just set up to embarrass yourself that day. When you thought you were something, that was the day you would be embarrassed and you'd be given, you know, no welcome and a bad welcome. So to be insured against all of that, he said, sacrifice your life from the get-go and be there for somebody else. And, uh, you know, be available. Thank God we're born again. Thank God we're saved. We're in the same class as God is. But then, it's not for ourselves to lift up ourselves. Let God honor us. Let God lift us up. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's see. Um, have we read 23? Yes, I think so. Matthew 23. Let's see if we can hear Luke uh, 14. Let's read from verse 8 all the way. Um, to 11 also in Canada. Yavanadaru Ninanu Maduvege Karedare Unata Stadadali Kutukola Veda Yakandare Avanu Ninagintalu Gauravavula Manushan and Nukaredira Bahudu Aga Ninanu Matu Avananu Karedavanu Bandu Ninage E Manushanigas Tadakodu Indu Hedu Aga Ninu Nachike in the Kade Stadadali Kutukola Veka Giruvadu Adare Ninu Kareel Pataga Hogi Kades Taladali Kutuko, Aga Ninan no Karedatanu Bandu Ninage, Snehitane, Melake Hogu Indu Hiduaga Nina Jote Eliutake Kutavara Munde Ninage Gaurava Viruvadu Yavanu Tanan no Tane Hitchisikulu Atano Avanu Tagisal Paduanu Matu Tanan no Tagisikulu Avanu Hitchisal Paduanu Andano. Praise the Lord. So, do you think that Jesus renewed his mind? I think he did. He had to constantly act on the word of God, born in a normal family like everybody else with a few abnormal things also added to his menu. He had to renew his mind and uh, choose to think the way God thinks and open his ear and not be rebellious to God, to hear what God had to say so that he would minister properly. All of this was also renewal of the mind. So we are also called to do something, not something that he himself has not done. 
That's why we need to be able to see, did Jesus do such things? And he's our example. He did not conform to the world, but was transformed also in his thinking to such a place that even the glory of God could shine through him and come through his garments. And, you know, he would just walk on the water and they would think, who's this? And strange light and glory going on. Hallelujah. But he allowed himself to be permeated by the life of God to such a level where um, the glory of God could also appear and God could appear and God could be I am right there. Hallelujah. When they came to catch him in the garden, they said, we seek Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, I am. And they all fell back. Can you see that we also have the covenant mercies of God to walk in his name, to bear his name. In the name of Jesus, go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel. Cast out devils. Whatever you do in my name. He said, heaven works with us. That you will drink deadly things. It will not harm you. You will lay hands on the sick. They will recover. Isn't that the glory and the name of Jesus becoming our actual uh, personality and our keeping power? And it's as though we are in the name itself. We are bearing that name, going in that name. The name becomes our tower, our dwelling place. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So um, we could go on a little more, but I think there's so much we have thought about today. Uh, We need to ponder about this and begin to act on it. Shall we just praise this king who's worthy? Seporonde, limbro du Cristo, prevedinjo brandalist. Father, thank you that we can do this today. We can live today. And make God the great I am. Not just the great I was and the great I will be, but the God who is now shining through us. And we can use his name and see the same results today. Hallelujah. That we can be fully persuaded about this. And it will affect everything we do. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. For the God who plans to honor his people. The one who serves him. You said you will honor him. Mantalisto. Mengrediste. May we serve you properly from inside. Helocusto. And receive the honor that you give. Rapasia. Length of days. Riches and honor. Should be our portion. At the end of it all. We give you thanks. May we do it right. Give you the honor and praise right now. Lembrosula palataya. Do not be conformed to this world. Oh, prasekele demente, to be yielded and transformed and metamorphosed and changed by the pressure of the Spirit and the Word to become like you. Semora de alapasia, tumados, embridi, flavavanta, ekentel misto, manchteprel, endrolust, menchulure keniente. Oh, we give you thanks for another day, another day to honor. And bless you and live for your glory. Live for your reality. Thank you, Father. As the world is tightening down again on various things, we thank you that we don't have to consider all of that. We can consider you. We don't have to consider our bodies. We don't have to consider what the world is saying. But we can consider the promise of God. We can glorify you and your word above all of this. And act 
as it's, it's true. Hapatake say, Nemoso, Menshto Pral, Elevronto, Pratikele Purasutoyonto. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. From everlasting to everlasting, you are the same. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for changes that are taking place. The little foxes, the little things that cause strife, that are being eliminated from our lives. Oh, every competitive idea, Samokuda Brentea, Lefremente is being brought low, Etokolataya, and God is being lifted up. His word is being honored. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We give you the praise today. We give you the honor today. Welcome, mighty Holy Spirit. Welcome, precious Lord. Welcome to our houses. Welcome to our families. Welcome to our children. Welcome to our workplaces. All that concerns us. We welcome you today that you are the great I am. Hallelujah. For every situation, you are the answer today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, great King. We receive your benefits in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to give, it's a great opportunity. Give and expect that good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, God will cause men to do that. You don't have to worry about it. God is faithful. Angels go. The earth produce. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Thank you so much, team. See you again.